welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Hello, ladies. So good to see you again. So good to be here in the Word. And today we are going to be talking about Proverbs 31, The Virtuous Woman. We are planning a series of three to go through this chapter that is somewhat intimidating sometimes when we read it. And yet we hope to be able to provide encouragement for you from it. And today I want to welcome back Janet Cron with Martha and myself. And uh, we're so looking forward to hearing what God has to say to us from his word. So let's turn to Proverbs 31. And we're going to just start at verse 10 and read through to verse 12 today. And it says, an excellent wife who can find. She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. And I actually will just read the NLT version because I like it as well. It says, who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She is more precious than rubies. Her husband can trust her and she will greatly enrich his life. She brings him good, not harm all the days of her life. So this is talking about a wife and actually Martha has a little bit of the backstory as to who this passage was written to and why. So Martha, do you want to share that with our listeners? Yes, I was so interested when we started looking at Proverbs 31. I found out if you look at the very first verse in this chapter, it says the sayings of King Lemuel contain this message, which his mother taught him. So this is something that a woman taught her son. So it's the woman's insight. And then one of the things she says to her son, and I'm reading also from the NLT in verse two, oh, my son, oh, son of my womb, oh, son of my vows, do not waste your strength on women, on those who ruin kings. And we know in the Bible, when we look at the most illustrious king of the Old Testament, I believe it's King Solomon. And while he did so many awesome things and really had many times in his life when he trusted God, it does say that his um, chasing after so many women was his downfall. And so here is a mother advising her son and saying, don't chase after those women that are going to ruin you as a king. And then she gives him this uh, poem, really, because that was the other thing I found out, that the verses from where you started, Esther, from verse uh, 10 there, I believe, it's an acrostic poem. And each mm -hmm. line in Hebrew starts with, goes from the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet to the last letter. And it's an acrostic poem about the kind of woman that, of course, this mother wants her son to choose. Such great information. And it helps us give get context for this passage. Um, I also want to be sensitive to the fact that some of our listeners are not wives and that 
that doesn't mean that we can't get encouragement from this passage. We can learn what a woman of character and virtue looks like in God's eyes and just how we interact with other people. Um, what I thought when I read this first verse in verse 10, it says, she is more precious than rubies or jewels. And it speaks to me of that mother's understanding of how rare and beautiful a woman of character truly is. Um, and often they're hard to find in our culture today and probably in the days that it was written. But a woman of character will greatly enrich his life and her husband can trust her. She is a fierce advocate for her family. She's trustworthy and she's reliable. And I think, is that what I am living out in my life? Am I reliable and trustworthy? Am I somebody that can be counted on? Um, and then it says, she brings him good, not evil, all the days of her life. And this reminds me that my role in supporting my husband is to be the one who makes our house a home, um, a haven after a long day of work, a place of rest, not turmoil. And for those who are unmarried, this passage just reminds me that we can support our friends and family um, when they're in need. Uh, we can open our hearts and our homes to be a safe place for them. And we can give them a place where they can find comfort and support. Um, I just want to share my, my own memories of growing up in a home where I have to say I was so blessed because I honestly can say that I do not remember negativity and conflict or anger between my parents ever. Like I, I cannot have, I mean, they probably did, but it was probably not uh, a pervasive part of our environment. And um, my, my dad was the outgoing one and my mom was the quiet, gentle soul. And he was always looking for somebody in need and bringing them home or asking her to make a dinner for them. And my mom just quietly showed such grace and love and never complained. And she was just unwavering in her devotion to the Lord and her family. And I just think what a legacy that I'm so thankful she left. Um, and I'm so grateful for that. And so I want to try to exemplify that in my own life. And I would encourage the people listening, just, you know, that's something that we can aim for um, as we live out our Christian walk. You know, Esther, I really am um, interested in what you said, too. For those women who aren't wives, how does this apply to them? Well, we've just been um, advising a young woman of 19. Uh, she's getting her first job here. And what are the things that we told her? I said, when I was in a position to hire people, it wasn't all about their qualifications or the school they went to. I'm interested in, are they reliable? Are they a team player? Do they come on board with the agenda of our organization? And I think that's what we see here. It's in this poem, it's couched in the organization of the family. 
But if you're out in the working world, that precious woman, a woman of character, is someone who is reliable. People can count on her at work. She's going to show up on time. Uh, if she says she does it, she's going to do it. And she's going to put the benefit of the organization above her own comfort. You know, people will rely on her. And if she has a complaint, for example, you know, she wants to use it for good. Maybe bring it to her boss or whoever, do something to solve that problem. And when I was um, employing people, that's, I must say, that was a characteristic that was so life-giving and joy-providing for our whole organization is when people, you know, were positive. So if there's a problem, let's fix it. Not let's go and, you know, talk about it with everybody else and get mad and figure out who we can blame. And I think that's all in these verses that um, this is couched in terms of a marriage, but that person, that woman is more precious than jewels who you can employ or you can have as a teenager in your home that's positive and who you can rely on. In that same vein, um, noble character means it's an army term that meant valor or bravery and strength in Hebrew. And um, you mentioned a very compassionate, loving mother. It didn't mean that she was weak or vulnerable. Mm -hmm. It means you can use the personality God's given you, but to be a reliable and brave and strong woman who honors the Lord and her employees, as Martha mentioned. And, uh, I just had a little comment here, too, that um, I had read that some people have mistaken the idea of the ideal woman in the Bible as retiring or servitile and entirely domestic. Not so. This woman is an excellent wife and mother. She's also a manufacturer, importer, manager, seamstress, various and sundry other things. The woman described in this chapter has outstanding abilities. Her strength and dignity do not come from her amazing achievements. However, they are a result of a reverence for God. And this is an interesting comment. In our society where physical appearance counts for so much, it may surprise us to realize that her appearance is never mentioned. Her attractiveness comes entirely from her character. Oh, that is powerful. Pure gold. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for those thoughts, Martha and Janet. So there's so many things that we can learn from this passage. And so we're looking forward to bringing some more to you next week and the following week. So until then, stay deeply rooted. Thanks for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ.